0: You are listening to the Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. This is Episode 108, Take Control of Your Schedule. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I teach wellness practitioners the exact steps to find clients and get paid so they can spend less time marketing and more time doing what they love. This is the Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. Well, hello there. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I am recording this episode on one of my all-time favorite topics, time management. (laughs) Probably sounds really boring to some of you, but The reason why I love time management is because when I really take full control of my time and manage my time, I, at the end of the day, I feel empowered. I feel an integrity with myself and I am able to fully relax at the end of the day. I'm not thinking about the things I should have done, the things I planned to do, but I didn't get to. I know that because I planned intentionally and stuck to my plan, that I can really listen. I can hear what my husband is saying. I can be with him. I can share space with him. I can do that with the kids. And I can just allow myself to fully unwind. And you know what that does? Not only does it really uh, enhance my relationship (laughs) in my families, but it gives me more energy to do it the next day and the next day and the next day. So I love time management, I love planning um, and I'm not perfect at it by any means. Uh, And I have free time, I have lots of free time and lots of time to be spontaneous but when there's something that I wanna get done, like I have a 30 day goal, I intentionally put those tasks in my calendar like an appointment that I'm going to keep for a client, right? So if you have a client at 11 a.m., you're going to keep that appointment unless you're super sick um, or the, an emergency has come up. I treat these tasks just like an appointment with a client, but it's an appointment with myself and my business or whatever it is. Even if it's cleaning the house, it's an appointment with myself. And I try to enjoy it. Now, there's part of my brain that wants to drag my feet and not sit down and not do it and let excuses come up and someone calls and I was like, Oh, you know, this is way more important. Even if in the moment it's really not. And I know that when people call, it might be really important and that's okay. You can take that call. Um, but in this episode, I'm going to give you some really practical tips and strategies for how to take control of your schedule. And one of those things is to master boundaries. You know, I've heard a few clients over the last couple months say something along the lines of, people are hijacking my schedule. Now, I want you to pay attention to that language. People are hijacking my schedule. How does that feel when you think that? It probably doesn't feel very good, right? You feel out of control of your time. Now, time is our most, one of our most valuable assets. You may have heard me say this before. Our brain is our most valuable asset. And we use our brain to manage our time. So when you tell yourself that someone is hijacking your schedule, that's your brain choosing to think that someone is hijacking your schedule. Instead, I want you to shift that mindset. I want you to shift that perspective from blaming others to really taking personal responsibility. Right? Now, urgency can come up. Emergencies can come up. And you still don't need to think of your time as being hijacked. You can simply think I'm choosing to prioritize this emergency because in this moment, I am choosing that it is more important. Now, for these um, people who have told me that their their schedule is being hijacked, they are choosing to think that those people's needs, that person's needs, are more important for whatever reason. Maybe it's a fear of rejection, fear of isolation. Maybe it's just a people-pleasing tendency that has been running, right? If you want to accomplish your goals, if you want to take charge of your life, you have to change the language that you're using. Next time you choose... To serve someone else's needs ahead of your own, I want you to say, I chose to serve so-and-so's needs ahead of my own, instead of saying so-and-so hijacked my schedule again, right? Can you see what a difference that makes? It puts the ownership on you and the accountability on you. And while that can feel a little bit difficult, it is actually so much more empowering than thinking that other people are in charge and in control of your schedule now one of the first first things that i want you to do when you start to change your language about you being in charge of your schedule you being in control of your schedule is i want you to decide when to work on your business. I'm, t- I'm talking to those of you who are growing your practice, of course, but anybody that's listening, you can use this in any area of your life. Maybe it's working out, right? But I'm going to talk in terms of working on your business because it's just easier for me to focus my um, my conversation to you on that. So decide when your working hours are. Now, because you're working for yourself in this regard, you don't need to schedule yourself Monday through Friday, nine to five. In fact, you probably don't want to, which is why you decided to work for yourself. Am I right? So decide what are the days of the week that I plan to work on my business, where I am going to um, do some brainstorming around marketing, or I'm going to reach out to my previous clients and, you know, see if they're interested in booking another session, share my specials, whatever it might be. Maybe it's one day a week. Maybe it's two days a week. Maybe it's four days a week. It's totally up to you. And it's up to your life right now. If you feel like there's a lot of people that need your attention, maybe you block out one day a week for three hours at a time. And in that time, it's important that in your mind, you are unavailable <laughs> for other people's needs that are outside of your work. Yes, this may sound a little bit harsh, but let's imagine that you were a job. You were working a real like, job for somebody else. Sorry, I didn't mean to say real job, <laughs> but you're working for somebody else and they hire you on Mondays from nine to 12, right? During that time, you are unavailable for uh, laissez-faire phone calls. You are unavailable for um, driving the kids to school or to appointments. You are unavailable for um, spontaneous uh, movie dates with your spouse. Right? It's really important that in your mind, you dedicate that time for your business and only your business. You may need to declare that unavailability to the people in your household or the people who are used to you being available all of the time. I had this experience working from home at first. Um, You know, I had my husband. And his two daughters, but then I also had the uh, my stepdaughter's other set of parents who would um, ask me if you know, hey, uh, the kids need a ride to this. Can you do it? And I would say yes all the time because I could, and that was the expectation, right? Because I was home and available. I I was the one available. So what I started to do was declare to myself that I was unavailable during those hours. I would even kind of lie sometimes and say, no, I have a call during that time, even though I didn't, because I was at that time a little too afraid to just say I'm unavailable, I can't do it. Then I realized I don't need to lie. All I need to say is I'm unavailable during these hours. Yes, it was hard. Yes, I had guilt about saying no. I'm like, well, I am here. And I am just working on this thing and it doesn't feel like a big commitment and I probably could get it done later. So I should just say, yes. But it was an important commitment because here I am now. And if I hadn't committed to that time then, I would not be where I am now. I would still be in the pattern of, dropping everything, all of my desires, all of my aspirations for other people's needs, right? Um, Dr. John Deloney, he's a a psychotherapist and he has a podcast. I've been listening to him quite often. Um, It's really actually fun to hear him take calls from people who are dealing with some relational stuff and mental health stuff and like his responses. It's um, it gives me a lot of a lot of actually tools in my toolkit for just myself, but also sometimes with other people. And he says to choose guilt over resentment. Guilt doesn't feel good, as I'm sure that you know. And he talks about, and I think he got this actually from Brene Brown. He says that um guilt is you know, a feeling that you have when you've, you've gone against your core values. And I have to sort of sit with that a little bit and go, huh? Like from from what I know, guilt is I've done something bad. Shame is I, I am bad, but guilt going against my core values. I had to sit with that for a little while and think of what is that when I feel guilty, because I've said no, I've said I'm unavailable during this time. What is the core value that I'm going against? And I think it's the core value is I care about other people. I, um, I'm generous with my time. I'm generous in general. And so when I say I'm unavailable, I feel a little guilty because in that moment, I'm not being generous with my time right? And it feels like they might think I'm not caring about them, even though I, I do care about them. I'm just choosing to spend my time in a different way in this moment. Resentment, I forget exactly what he says about resentment, but we all know that resentment feels terrible. And that's, I think, you know when we've prioritized other people's desires over our own for so long, and we start to veer away from our true self and our true nature, we grow resentment. And that is just an awful thing to carry, right? So choose guilt over resentment. (laughs) There are some times when we're setting boundaries, especially with our family members, that we're going to feel guilty. But if we let our boundaries slip and slide, not only do the ones we love start to learn that we don't really have any boundaries, but we start to build resentment and carry that with us over time and it doesn't feel good. Guilt passes, we can be with guilt. Right? We can we can be strengthened by guilt. We can learn from it. We can choose that over resentment. Your loved ones might balk. They might feel angry that you're communicating boundaries let them have their experience and we can try to understand their experience right we don't want to be a robot and be like well those are your feelings and those are your thoughts and um you know it's not my problem right empathize with them know that it yeah this might be hard because it's a little bit different because like in the past you've asked for these things. I've been right there all along. And now I'm I'm setting up a different boundary and that's got to be hard. Change is hard, right? Maybe t- create some intentional space with them just to talk about how these boundaries are making your loved one feel and hear them out. Just listen. Just because they're upset doesn't mean you need to put your needs and your business's needs aside. Let them be upset and hold space for them. You are so good at that, right? I think so many of us, though, have been the peacemakers in our family. We don't want anybody to be upset, we want everybody to be happy, right? But <laughs> that doesn't get us very far. It ends up us being resentful. And then not having the intimacy in our relationship that it deserves, right? So just ask yourself, you know, when you are setting these boundaries, are you being reasonable with the time you're allotting for your business? I'm sure you are. If it's, especially if it's six hours a week, right? That's so reasonable. Imagine the time spent with your loved ones when you're not feeling resentful, when you feel like you accomplished your goal for the day, that you created some time for yourself. Imagine when you're not feeling resentful, the quality of the time that you spend with them, how much more present you are, how much more love there is available for you and for them. And because you stuck to your plan, you stuck to your boundary, you have preserved your own self-integrity. That impacts the people around you, whether you realize it or not. You are demonstrating self-integrity. Your role model for self-integrity of doing what you said you were going to do, whether it with planning or with diet or with exercise or money or whatever it is so that you can be a whole being, as whole as you can be, and then spread that to those you love, right? So the importance of effective communication is, I mean, I just really want to stress that. So I recommend sharing your schedule with your family and others. When you kind of decide on your own that these are your unavailable times and all of a sudden you're shutting out you're shutting your door and not letting anybody know why, that can feel a little weird to the people who are used to having your attention. So share your schedule with your family and whoever else needs to know it. Communicate when it's appropriate to interrupt you. I know especially for you moms, you know, um kids uh especially need really clear guidelines. So you can say to your kid, like, unless there's a fire or someone's bleeding, my door is going to stay closed. And uh, I am not going to answer any mom, mom, right? When you start to really stick to those boundaries, your family and your loved ones will begin to understand that, when you say you're unavailable, you're truly unavailable. You mean it. Mom's working. <laughs> or dad's working. And just know that setting boundaries, it's not about isolation. It's not about I'm going to lock myself in this room because I need to self-preserve. But it's really about honoring your gift as a human being. You you are put on this planet because You have a gift to offer, right? And sometimes it's going to be like, yeah, the gift is to raise a family, but sometimes it's going to be like, well, no, now it's time to serve my community, right? So I want you to think of these boundaries as not about self-preservation, but about really like focused work work time, focused service time, where you're going to, to really intentionally plan how you're going to serve your community. Now. I know that I might sound like when when you write down your plan, you need to stick to it. But sometimes, you know, life needs a little bit of flexibility. So I don't want you to be too hard on yourself at all. <laughs> Actually, today, I was super flexible about recording this podcast. Someone reached out to me and they needed some tech help with something. And so um, I said, I intentionally decided, well, yeah, I can help them with this tech thing and I will I will get to my podcast um, soon after. And I stuck to that, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean when something comes up that we have to be like, no, I cannot do it. You can be flexible, but you just want to make sure that flexibility is intentional and that you still plan to uh, to honor your plan. So Just to summarize, make a plan, communicate your plan, and then follow through on your plan. Of course, there's a need for sometimes emergencies, urgencies, or flexibility, but I promise you, when you have a very clear plan of how you're gonna spend your time working on your business You will feel so accomplished at the end of the day. And what I mean by this is if you're going to plan to work on your business for three hours in a day, I want you to, so um, I've got this planner. I'm going to share my planner with you. Um, But in this planner that I'm sharing with you, uh, there's hourly time slots. Do not let any of those hours be blank. It's important that you decide ahead of time how you're going to spend each of those hours because when you see it written down, that that's how you're going to spend your time. If your brain wants to give you reasons not to do it, you're kind of looking at, oh, well, that's going to get pushed off, right? So I have the, the podcast in for today. If my brain wanted to give me excuses for other ways to spend my time because I wrote podcast down, I would know that I'd be pushing off the podcast, which means I'd probably have to record it this weekend. My husband's coming home this weekend um, for for the next three weeks, I'm so excited. Um, But I know that then I'd be stressed all weekend about when I'm gonna record my podcast and it's his like first few days home. I don't wanna do that, all right? So record in each of those time slots what you're going to be doing, what is the action that you're going to be taking in your business? So this planner that I have, it's a 2024 planner. It's got the months, uh, it's got the, and, and each day of the week. And it's amazing because you can brainstorm all your to-dos at the beginning of the week. You can plug the to-dos into each day. And then you put your those to-dos into the times, into the time slots, in each day, which will ensure that you get it done. If you intend to follow through on that plan. I made this planner last year was the 2023 version and got so many great reviews. And there's a huge demand for it to be back this year. Um, I had a little bit of hiccups in the creation process, but it's now available. It's at jillianfaldmo.com. Go to more resources to get it. And I'll include a link in the show notes for it too. But I promise you, this has been such a helpful tool in getting things done and just keeping everything really organized. Um, Remember that growing your practice takes time. It takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day. You have to dedicate the time. So this planner can really help, but maybe you have another system. It doesn't matter. Just dedicate the time to work on your practice and it will grow. And if you're spinning your wheels on how to use your time, set up a free call with me and I'll walk you through some questions and we'll get clear on your goals and we'll talk about exactly how to get you there. All right? It's time to take charge of your time. It's time to do whatever you can to maintain your self-integrity so that you can be as whole as you can be so that you can be walking on this planet as one of the people who is connected to their truth and knows their truth because that spreads and that ripples. And the more that more people we have out there demonstrating that and being a role model for that, the better this place is gonna be, all right? I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for tuning in and to listening to my rant on time management. I hope it was helpful and I would love to hear from you any other topics you're wanting to hear about growing your thriving practice, feel free to email me at me, All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Are you a wellness practitioner that wants to grow your business, but you're feeling confused? overwhelmed, maybe even doubtful? Well, let's get you out of that emotional rut and turn those emotions into the fuel that will grow your business. Get the Harness Your Emotional Awareness to grow your business free roadmap at JillianFaldmo.com.